Welcome to the Breaking Up with Burnout podcast. I am your host, Tiffany Leader, clinical social worker and burnout coach with 14 years of experience in the mental health field and life experience with burnout. I'd like to say I'm in burnout recovery. This podcast is for you who are ready to reclaim your life, cancel hustle culture, and put your well-being first, and discover a joy-filled life. This is your moment to find support, be encouraged, laugh a little, and take a little nugget of wisdom that leads you out of burnout and into joy. I have chosen to not edit this podcast because I want to remove the barrier between you and I so that we can have an authentic connection. So you might hear me say ums, trip over my words, have awkward pauses, but it is for you to experience the real me and not an edited version so that we can authentically have a connection. Okay, take a deep breath, lean in, and open your heart and your mind to what you may need. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Breaking Up with Burnout podcast. Um, Today is episode two, and I always like to preface, I think I said it last time, but I wanted to say that I do not edit this podcast because I want to remove the barrier and create a more authentic connection with you. So in the last one, you might have heard a train um, going through the background and this time you might hear some rain because I just want to set the atmosphere with you. It is probably 47 degrees crisp outside. It's cloudy. It's not even raining, but it's misty. So like you step outside and there's just water droplets like all over you and there's not, you know, the sun is not shining in the sky. I've got my tea. And speaking of tea, um, I have tea time with Tiffany, which is a community call that everybody is welcome to connect. It's every month on Fridays at 4 p.m. Central. And my next one, if this doesn't air after it, is January 19th, 4 p.m. Central. I would love to have you there. You can sign up for it. I'll put a link in my show notes, but also you can go onto my socials on my Instagram and you will find the link there too as well. I am still recovering from whatever I had a couple weeks ago, so I might be pausing to cough or you might hear me cough and take a sip of my tea. I will do the best that I can to pause to make this fluid, but I just wanted you to know that's what might be going on. Okay, so I decided to do a part two of redefining New Year's resolutions because I gave some practical tips last time, but I started getting responses from people of how they set New Year's resolutions, intentions, or how, how do they do it differently than your traditional goals or resolutions. And I thought the the list I've compiled, it was really interesting. And I wanted to share that with you and why. Because I think it's pivotal in our lives if we can reframe our goals and our ideas to set us up for success instead of setting us up for disappointment. If you're anything like me, you have set New Year's resolutions, you have set New Year's goals, and you end up disappointed or upset at yourself or just like I can never 
do this. Like it never works. And so even though it never works, you get in the cycle of, well, I'm going to try again. I'm going to set new goals. I'm going to do uh, it differently this year. And you just come disappointed again. It's like we continue this crazy cycle of like, well, I'm just going to try to get it and I'm going to try to do better and I'm going to push harder. But what happens is we end up disappointed. And so I have loved these concepts that have come in that people have shared of how they redefine Nears resolutions. And I cannot wait to share them with you. By the way, if you just want to know, my tea is like blazing hot. So um, I just had to take a moment to like cough it out and hopefully I did not burn, burn my mouth <laughs> in the process. Okay, let's get into it. So here I'm going to give you the words um, or the list that people have shared with me. And then I want to go in and kind of explain a little bit more about each one. So instead of New Year's resolutions, people have shared, I set themes, concepts, a word for the year, phrases, scriptures, affirmations, mantras, and statements. Some of these words are overlapping, like I think concepts and themes overlap, um, mantras, statements, and affirmations kind of overlap too as well. But I love this list because it just gives us an overall vision for what the future could be, but there's some flexibility in it. Like for example, concepts. So having an idea or a theme like Maybe this year you want more adventure in your life. So that is like your statement for the year. That's your concept of like, what would adventure actually look like? Does it actually look like, it could look like going on big trips. It could be everyday adventures. It could be um, anywhere in between. So you have the flexibility and like whatever you choose within the theme of adventure, then you're able to be a success at it. So it's not so rigid that you, there's more room um, to wiggle around and explore and kind of decide what that's going to work out or what that's going to look like for you. Other concepts or themes would be like kindness, I'm going to be more generous, focused, uh, have more fun. I'm all about having more fun. So having like this concept of what you, like, what you see what life could look like and give yourself opportunity to figure out what that can be throughout your year and the cool thing about it is that it can change like I said there's more flexibility and wiggle room to explore a word for the year that's definitely something that I have done the last several years is that I personally uh, think about pray about and see what word comes to my mind when it comes to the new year. Um, it's a guiding principle that kind of anchors me in of like, this is what I want. So it's, I guess it's back to the concept and the theme is you have this one word for the year that will um, kind of guide you in the way that you want to make decisions and how you want to have life and how you want to navigate your year. Words that I have had um, 
have been like rediscover. One year I just felt like I was rediscovering things that brought me joy. Things that in my childhood that I haven't done in a long time um, came back like painting and coloring and and just seeing the benefits of that for myself. Um, that was a really cool year where I was doing that because it was like I was just discovering and exploring like what are the things that I've put on the back burner that I just wanted to resurface that brought me so much joy um, that brought me peace really and like coloring has been a thing that I've been doing for the last several years more intentionally as a way uh, to express emotion to uh, move through feelings or just to remind myself and ground myself in who I am. Coming from a faith background, scripture is very popular to use as a guiding principle for the year. So often I have gone back to biblical text and have found a scripture that I felt like God had laid on my heart. And that was guiding me throughout the year. Like this year, there's been a lot of scripture in Isaiah um, I think of the one in Isaiah 43 where it talks about like God is cutting a new path. He's making a way in the desert. And so there's been a lot of new things that I've been a part of this past year that I feel like it's it points back to that scripture. Uh, there's a lot of new ground that's been taking place. There's a lot of unknown territory uh, that's been in my life. And so... Um, having a scripture that you can ground in, which also grounds into my faith practice and spirituality can be very helpful. And that's where mantras come in. Um, people of other faith backgrounds use different mantras or quotes or saying that does the same thing. I think another interesting idea is affirmations. I teach clients affirmations all the time. I personally use affirmations on a daily basis to remind myself of who I am, what is the truth, and what I'm anchoring in. Because so often we can get up in our heads and we can talk about things and do things and we just kind of forget about like, where am I going and what am I doing and who am I sometimes? And like definitely being in a cycle of burnout, those questions are magnified. So having affirmations and going back to like the new year, having affirmations that state about who you are becoming. Maybe it's not where you are right now, or maybe there's a part of you that feels that's true, but it's who are you becoming? So I am statements are great. So saying I am kind, or I am generous, or I am focused. I am adventurous. I am a person of integrity. I am joyous. I am graceful. It could be any of those things. And so sometimes when we want to grow in an area of our life, being able to have those statements to affirm who are we becoming and what we want to do and how that can shape how we want to live our life in the next year. Okay, now I wanted to talk about um, what's the difference between these things that we just talked about, this list, and goals. I think what I said before, there's more flexibility and wiggle room to explore. You have 
um, a wider net. You're casting a wider net so it's not so specific. Whereas a goal can be very specific. It could be very rigid. There's not a lot of wiggle room. And the expectation that's attached with it to meet it. It's like, I got to check this box or I'm going to fail. Or I've got to meet this goal or what. Sometimes that's what we can get in our mental space about. And so having concepts and ideas and scriptures and affirmations, mantras and statements. They can be specific, but they still have the ability for you to expand inside of them and so that's how I want to redefine New Year's for you because when we have the ability to explore especially when we're overwhelmed it feels more doable it feels safer in a way than having more things on the to-do list more goals to add to this never-ending list of things that I just have to check the box on and if I don't check the box something's gonna happen you know and the reality is like nothing's gonna happen like we get in our brains like we're gonna fail and what does that mean and we start that snowball and so I think having concepts and ideas phrases all those different things we talked about helps not set you up for feeling like you're failing or feeling like I'm a disappointment or why can't I just meet these goals it's more of like, okay, I'm going to explore and see what, how this plays out. One of the phrases that I've been talking with my clients a lot or I've been saying to them a lot is, let it unfold, which can seem very scary, but I think there's a freedom in that of like, okay, let's let it unfold. Have no expectation about it. Have no concept that like it's going to be a certain way. And just see what happens. And take a deep breath in the process of that. And I think that's what we get to do with these concepts and ideas. Like say, for example, going back to the adventure. Like you want to be adventurous. So maybe your statement for the year is, I am adventurous. Now you get to explore what does adventurous look like to you. Kind of like what I said before. Instead of saying... Like, I'm going to go on an adventure this many times this year, and it's going to be in these different places, and this is what, like, I'm going to visit these national parks. Which can be a great goal to have, but it's so specific that it doesn't give the wiggle room of life. And I think life happens, and unexpected things happen. But when you say, like, well, I am adventurous, well, when life happens, you can still become adventurous. You can still figure out what adventure looks like outside of uh, the thing that has happened in life. So, like, I guess it also gives room for unexpected things to happen, things out of your control to happen, and it just takes the pressure off. It takes the pressure off of you to feel like you have to accomplish this this thing and I'm all about accomplishing things I'm a high achiever just like a lot of you here that are listening and I'm all about having goals and setting goals and having accomplishments and stuff like that but what I'm realizing on this journey of entrepreneurship in life 
is that it's okay to change our minds. It's okay to set goals differently. It's okay to work in a different way that's going to work for you. I've been calling in on social media my favorite life. Instead of saying I'm living my best life, it's cultivating my favorite life. And just to go on this tangent for a minute, living your favorite life means living in a way that feels good to you and the way that you were designed and created to live. For example, I am somebody that has to learn and take my time and take action when it comes to business. And I find that there are other people that are in business. They are initiators. They initiate. They take action very quickly. They move the needle. But that's not the way that I work. And I've come to know that I tried to work that way. I've tried to be that way. And I was getting burnt out doing that. And so my way in this concept of breaking up with burnout is saying, you know what, I'm going to work in a way that feels good to me. Because when I can be a little bit slower, when I can take time to learn and kind of master these new things that I'm learning, then I can show up in the world in a different way. And what I'm doing is more sustainable. So same with the New Year's resolutions and redefining them. Let's redefine them in a way that it's sustainable and lasting for the entire year instead of for the first two weeks or for the first month or for the first quarter. And also, like, you can change your mind. Like, that's the beauty of it all. It's like you can change your mind and... That is totally okay. So like whenever you're listening to this and you decide that you need to change what your New Year's goals, resolutions, concepts is, I give you permission right now to change your mind. There's so much freedom that can be found in changing our minds, making decisions to where we are living this favorite life. Where we're living in a way that feels good to us. And it's not based on expectations of other people. And that's a huge way. That's a huge way that I have broken up with burnout. And that I will share more on this podcast and on the platforms about my story. Is that, you know, long story short, is that I was living in a way other people expected me to live. And what felt culturally acceptable and society acceptable. And that's what kept me on the rat race. That's what kept me in the cycle of burnout. Because it's like, I have to do this. I have to meet these expectations. Or what? Or I'll fail. Or or they won't approve. There's so many different things. But um, anyways, that's another podcast for another time. I want to thank you so much for being here and I hope that this brings you encouragement in redefining what new year's resolutions look like for you for the 2024 and I would love to hear what um what is your word what's your concept what's your phrase how are you making changes and how you view new year's resolutions 
I would love to connect with you on the social platforms, Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. You can send me a private message or you can comment and write a review on podcasts. Every review and every comment is so appreciated and it's helpful um, for me to continue doing this podcast and sharing with you. I'm looking forward to connecting with you and I will talk to you soon.